you ever stood on a skateboard before? I don't know. Oh, I'm gonna stop this. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hot Boxing. <laughs> and Mike is not that. <laughs> This is another great episode of Mike Tyson Hot Boxing, and I'm Mike Tyson. And I'm Sebastian Joseph Day, and we have the one and only... The one and only... Tony Hawk. Thank Big you. Big time. It's hey, an honor. Tony. Appreciate it. Thank oh, you. Talk to us, man. You're the first guy that really made this popular, you know? Uh, I, I stand on the shoulders of giants, but I appreciate it. No, but listen, that may be true, but you took it to the next level. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, thank you. On their shoulders. I, uh, I, I guess that my only secret is I never quit. Yeah. That's what I always say. <laughs> I say the same thing. And still to this I day, I, I haven't quit. I forgot to quit. <laughs> yeah. I forgot to quit. So tell me, where have you, what kind of tournaments have you been to? You ever been um, overseas in tournaments? Uh, all over. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially in the, in the 80s, they had a bunch of competitions. They had them all over Europe, Germany, England, uh, Australia. You go to Asia? Not, you know, not so much back then, but now. Yeah. I mean, the Olympics were in Tokyo and yeah. skateboarding was there. Do you think that you obviously drove the bus for the Olympics to bring in skateboarding? I was getting ready to say that I, too. I helped, I helped advocate for it, mm -hmm. for sure. And then once I saw that it was, it looked like it was sort of being fast-tracked in, then I, then I removed myself because I, I didn't, I didn't want to be part of those decisions, especially mm. with the judging and all the other things. And mm. I also didn't want anyone to think I'm cashing in on that. Mm. So I was just like, yeah, it's cool. It's in. I'm, I'm going to watch now. Wow. Um, but I did get to go. And yeah. very few people got to go. That's fine. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. amazing. But yeah, what made you want to do that? Um, my brother, my older brother was did a surfer. A surfer? Yeah. And he skated uh, mid-70s when it was sort of the... It was like a trend, mm. and the the Dogtown Z Boys crew was coming mm. up, and so um, he was skating, and I just used one of his hand me down boards to get around the neighborhood. That's how I started. You know, have you seen? Um, I would say adults and young kids use skateboards for transportation. Have you been seeing that? Oh yeah, yeah, that absolutely. Blew my mind, especially through COVID. There was a huge boom in skateboard sales because of that. Really? Yeah. So I'm not losing my mind. I know what I'm seeing. No, there, yeah, much more than ever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing, I'm seeing some awesome people on these skates in their business suits. I'm saying, what the fuck? That's a new trend. Just getting around? Yeah, I, all day. The whole. Tch, 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 tch. Kick push. Yeah. That's kick fire. For the coolest and smoothest smoking experience, you need a freezeable pipe, bubbler, bong, or dab rig from Freeze Pipe. The secret is, Mike, freezeable glycerin chambers that mm. come in every piece. Look at this, Mike. Pop one of these chambers in the freezer for one hour, and as smoke passes through it, it instantly is chilled by over 300 degrees. So icy, man. The result is a bigger, smoother hit with zero chest or throat burn. Cough less and enjoy easier way to smoke with these glass pipes. All right. Glycerin is a non-toxic fatty gel commonly mm. found in food and sweeteners. 
it freezes quicker than water and stays frozen longer, Mike. You yeah, may have bullshit. tried putting ice in your bong before, but having smoke pass through a frozen glycerin chamber, Mike, will change how you light up forever, yo. Yo, dig, right? You can do it this way. Pipes, bubblers, bongs, dab rigs, and more at thefreezepipe.com. Get 10% off at thefreezepipe.com with the promo code HOTBOXING, right? And again, that's 10% off thefreezepipe.com. Promo code HOTBOXING, baby. Tony, where since you started the whole thing of re- revolutionizing skateboarding. Oh, he's gonna say, no, it wasn't me. It was on giant steps. <laughs> no, come on, man. It was you. <laughs> Where do you think it is now since, since you know, you started? Oh, man. When I started, it was, certainly wasn't a career. Mm-hmm. If you were the best of the best, it meant that you got free gear and maybe your picture in the magazine. Wow. And then once you reached an adult age, you had to find a job. That, I mean, that's, that was the, the way it was. And it was very underground. Um, through the 80s, we had, we had some success mm-hmm. where skateboarding kind of took off. Back to the Future had skateboarding in it, and that lit a spark. And then um, it kind of died off in the 90s again. And I think where it is now, it's much more, there's much more of a foundation set. It's much more here to stay. Sure. Um, obviously, the Olympic inclusion helps with international recognition and also just with uh, overall inclusivity like with gender and and countries and backgrounds so i feel like it's on a really good course to just becoming a a a standard activity sport that you choose to do as readily as you choose football baseball basketball yeah that's awesome man i once witnessed a documentary of this guy and they were in california maybe venice Mm -hmm. and it was this guy he did this he did a move where he was on some concrete that was stupid, and he jumped off the concrete and went up and did a Jesus on the cross. You ever see that guy before? Christian Asoy. That's him, huh? The Christ there. Ooh, badass, yeah, right? badass. Wait, badass. And he, la- and he lands on Yeah. What? Yeah, I mean, that's his signature move. Ooh, that's how, listen, that's the only I love guy. how you pick that out of yeah. all the things. Yeah. Never, he, so Christian I and I were, were, Christian and I were good friends through the 80s, and, and competitors, rivals. Yeah. Wow. So a lot of the events, especially... That's what that show was about. It was all about yeah. um, competition. Mm. Yeah. So best style. In those Street years, style. like 85 to 89, 90, he and I were getting top two all the yeah. time. Oh. Yeah. So it was a little rival. So that was probably your... I knew he was special. That was probably man. your uh, biggest competition back then? Absolutely, yeah. And But I mean, he was all style and all flair. And yeah. I was like the, the skinny robot trick Proficient, guy so right? yeah. yeah so it was people people were very divided in terms of who they wanted Ooh, to support look at yeah. that ah, oh, yeah, that's break him. your back you can't have sciatica, <laughs> sciatica will, no matter of fact if you do that you won't have sciatica he's right? still doing it he's still doing it is that the guy uh that's him yeah what the fuck that's that looks like footage from 88 right there wow but listen I'm not. I'm sorry to stroke your ego again. How come everybody know your name and he's so great? No one knows him. Why does that happen? Yeah, I don't know who. No offense. Uh, well, if you were a skater in those days, definitely knew him. Um, Christian fell in some hard times, mm. um, but but he made it out and and he's 
you know, really cleaned himself up and mm. he's back in a big way. So Is he if still you doing were to, that? what's up? He's still skating. He's still skating, yeah. 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 He's <sighs> look at this guy. Wow. He just never quit. <laughs> You're recovering right now from an injury. Is that correct? Yeah, I broke my femur in March. Oh, skating? Skating, yeah. What were you trying to, like you were doing a move or something? I was doing a move that I've done for decades. Uh -huh. And it's one that I'm, I'm kind of known for. Yeah. And I was just, I was cocky. I was, I was just kind of cruising my ramp. I mm -hmm. didn't have enough speed. I thought I could adjust for it. Mm -hmm. And before I knew it, I was sliding across the bottom with my leg dangling behind me. And I was like, oh. what the hell just happened? Yeah, that's kind of the, <laughs> that, that's an animation of what, kind of what it looked like. I was fully padded. Um, and uh, yeah, that's been, it's been the toughest recovery by far. I, bro I broke it clean in half. Clean in half? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, compound fracture, bone sticking out over here. Holy so, crap. Um, skating. Skating, yeah. So I've been skating again. Um, it's a slow road to recovery. I've got some of my tricks back, but mm -hmm. it really messed with my confidence yeah. in a big way. Where suddenly, the stuff that I used to take for granted that I could do mm -hmm. without even thinking, I, I absolutely hesitate and worry about what what could happen, yeah. which was never like me. So, if you don't mind me asking, how's the recovery? Because I'm an athlete, you know, Mike's an athlete, I'm an athlete mm -hmm. right now. How is the recovery process with that, if you don't mind me asking? It's been super hard. It, I mean, it's full time. Yeah. And it's very incremental. Mm -hmm. I'm used to having injuries where. Therapy, huh? I have to do the therapy. A lot of therapy, yeah. But I'm used to having injuries where. I make these big milestones mm -hmm. through the years. Like I had, I've had knee surgeries and I mm -hmm. broke my elbow and broke my, broke my rib and a bunch of other stuff. But this is the first time where it's like, oh, I can kind of do this better now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. not, it's not some great stride. It's baby steps. Yeah, so when I go skate, it, it's frustrating because I want to I have some aha moment mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, I, I'm back. And now it's like, no, nah, it's not going to happen like that. Especially at my age. It's hard. Listen, I had a fight and I, my meniscus mm -hmm. snapped. And and that's... Um, Did you get it cut out? No, I had a um, laser. But that was um, like 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. And every now and then I feel crack. I can still feel it. Mm. Like if I do something drastic, it would like pop. I, I have that. to warm it up first, yeah. I had meniscus tears, both knees. <sighs> Yeah, I've done mine as well on my right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Never to say. I'm telling you. That, that's all you got, Mike? Is just a crack in your knee once in a while? No, um, my hands. Yeah, I didn't really get um, no head damage or anything with my hands. I'm just born nuts. My, <laughs> <laughs> my knee and my hands. And um, no, I had a motorcycle accident and I broke my shoulder. But I, I, I never got it fixed. I never knew it was broken until um, five years later. The doctor asked me, how long your shoulder's been broken? I said, wow. my shoulder's never been broken. He said, yes, it has. Never know. Wow. Was this during your motorcycle? Yeah, my motorcycle accident. Smooth Sack Summer is slowly coming to an end, fellas. And as we enter fall, keep your boys clean and fresh for a fresh ball fall. The leaders in the Below the Belt grooming is here to make sure that you feel smooth and smell fresher than your girl's pumpkin spice. The Manscaped Perform Package at 4.0 has everything you need. Inside this package, you find their Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, Weed Whacker, Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, 
Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant Crop Reviver. Ho, ho, toner, performance, boxer briefs, and a travel bag. This lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. The lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor and a new multi-function on and off switch that can engage a travel block and give you the ability to turn the 4,000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shade. Did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? Also, lather with the Manscaped liquid formula to get that freshness. The crop preserver, the ball deodorant with the smoothing aloe vera formula that keeps you smelling good, keeps you smelling good. Manscaped threw in two free gifts to their performance. Package 4.0, the Manscaped boxes, and the Shed travel bag. Keep yourself groomed from head to toe with the Sheer 2.0, a luxury nail groomer kit. This kit includes stainless steel, nail cutters, tweezers, and grooming scissors for your balls. Get 20% off with free shipping with the code HOTBOXING at manscaped.com, okay? Again, that's 20% off free shipping with the code HOTBOXING at manscaped.com. Scary to think that I've had more concussions than Mike Tyson. Oh, God. <laughs> you have more, really? Yeah, I don't know if I had a concussion. Maybe when um I fell and hit my head a couple of times from being a drunk, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say that's what mine was from. <laughs> yeah, I've had uh, dozens in my life from skating. You get that EKG stuff when they chicken. Yeah, I've I've had it. I've had it tested. And, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a real candidate for CET, but um, CTE. But uh, but you know, I'm always very aware and and checking on all the new advancements and stuff. I can dig. I do the same thing. Yep. Same thing. One day they're gonna have a pill to make us live a hundred years, huh? Just one pill? No, we take one pill. Boom! <laughs> Two hundred years under the belt. Two hundred years of living—that's a long ass time. Uh, yeah, that sounds long. exhausting. That sounds exhausting. Yeah. Not if you're not. Not if you're not getting older. If you just live. Like that. <laughs> True. So Tony. Can can we talk about you understanding the business side of skateboarding? How did you right. how did you yeah. get into that? Like how did you get into that? Falling into that? Um, it, well, it, in some ways, I fell into it when in the early '90s, when skating was taking a dive in popularity, I found myself with two mortgages, uh, a, a newborn, mm. and my income just dropping every month, like by half, because it was all based on royalties. And I wanted to do something to stay in the industry. And I thought my days as a pro were over. This mm -hmm. is 90, 1992. And so I started a skate company because I felt like skating had already been cyclical. It's, you know, went in waves of popularity and maybe it was due to come around again. And if I had a skate company, then I would be more behind the scenes, but still be in the industry because I, I loved it. You yeah. know, it really like it gave me my sense of identity. And so I started a skate company. It limped along for about four years. Like it was pretty rough trying to make a living at it. And um, so that was my first venture into business. And so I learned the in the most trying way how to make it work. Mm -hmm. And then as things started to r ramp up 
forgive, forgive the pun, as things started to get better, and then you know things happened like the X Games, and mm-hmm. we got our and I got a video game deal. Oh, I was already prepared for how to navigate that and how to keep it core and how to keep it authentic because I had done that with my skate company. So that's how I got into it, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until probably early two thousands that I really figured out how to make things work. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you have sponsorship? Sponsorships, yeah. Um, a lot of it was based on licensing and royalties, but through those years, especially the like early days of the X Games, I had all kinds of sponsors. I remember um, it was a movie in the maybe the early nineties. Yeah, it was. It was called Kids. Yeah, uh, kids. Everybody with the roller skating ring. And one guy was fucking, and then he hit him with the skate, and yeah. all the boys started beating his yeah, ass. Yeah, that wasn't the best representation <laughs> yeah. of skateboarding at the time. A bunch of gangsters on skates. Yeah. It's a good movie, though. Yeah, it's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, I love the um, the one about you actually spoke about it. The movie that talks about this how it started out in California. Yeah, they Dogtown Z Boys. Fire! Yeah. That movie's fire. I love that movie. Yeah, I think it's it's a good it, it's a good um, history of of how we got to where we are mm-hmm. because a lot of people ask me, you know, how, like even half pipes are confusing to people. What are half pipes? Mm-hmm. How do they, they st- it's because we were trying to emulate pool skaters. Yeah. And those guys were skating pools because they were trying to emulate waves. Yeah. That's where it all started. That's amazing. I'm going to make a movie, a bunch of bank, bank riders on skate. Like <laughs> Point Break? Huh? Point yeah. Break? Skateboard. Yeah, yeah, I have Tony director. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll do a cameo in it. I don't <laughs> want to direct it. Listen, when they're running... <laughs> When, listen, when they're running from the cop, they just grab a truck and just hold on to under the truck and they skate. <laughs> Wait, that's like gleaming the cube. I'm in though. If you're if you're gonna fund it, I'm in. Okay, well, that'd be cool. The guy's under the truck hiding on the skate. <laughs> <laughs> As the truck's going. <laughs> Do you remember when we first met? It was. I that... told you I met him before, didn't I? Yeah, you did. You I did. don't you remember did. I met him before. I tell that story a lot. <laughs> tell me about it. Too. Uh, it was <laughs> one. I think it was one of the Nickelodeon events. Yeah, mm. I had my like kids with me. Kids' Choice Awards. Yeah. I, I, you were in the green room. Yeah, and the Jersey Shore had just started. Yes, I, um, yeah, I was in and, back with them. Yeah, so you, but you were you were sitting on your couch alone, uh-huh. and they were all they were all the buzz. They were the new show and whatever, and and people were going crazy over them. And I saw Mike, and I was like, Mike Tyson over there sitting alone. Yeah. So I went sat by you, introduced myself, mm-hmm. and I remember there was a moment where you realized you connected my name with a video game and you you looked over at me with your hands like on a controller. It's like, that video game! Skateboard video game! <laughs> I was so hyped. <laughs> That's awesome. That, no, was, that video game's amazing. Oh, I, get, I, I, get pumped, I, mean. I get pumped on video games. I, was, uh, I think that was one of the first selfies I ever took. <sighs> Listen, at one time I was so hooked on video games. Any gig I had, they had to have the, the, the station. Yeah. And then, what was that, 4-2? What was that station, the number of that station again? PS1? Yeah. PlayStation? It was the number, though. Nintendo 64? Yes, yeah. Oh, Nintendo 64, yeah. Mm-hmm. When they first approached me about doing a game, I that was my that was my first reply was, oh, so it's for Nintendo 64? And they said, no, no, it's for PlayStation. PlayStation. And I was like, yeah. but I have a 64. <laughs> and they said, well, there are many more PlayStations in the world, so we're going to go start there first. And when I had my game, just young kids would come up to me, I fucked you up. I kicked your fucking ass. No hi, champ. How you doing? Oh, I fucked you up. I said, yeah, thanks a lot, kid. <laughs> thanks Was that a lot. punch out? Yeah. Dude, I love that game. 
<laughs> I love that game. Knock him out. Body blow. Oh, listen, we had Little Nas X-Men. That was amazing. This guy's a comedian. He should be a comedian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Little Nas X. Yeah, we did a TikTok together where um, <laughs> he claimed he could skate and then and then I was his stunt double, clearly not the same person. <laughs> But it was fun. He was he was he was a good sport. Oh, he's the best. He's the best. I enjoyed that interview. <laughs> yeah, that's so fun that you bring up the story with Mike. So I see on Twitter that you go to places and people always see your name, but then it registers. Like how? It uh, yeah, I mean it, it. It goes all different directions, but yeah, it okay. happens a lot. Now, how does that feel? Because I feel like you're such a recognizable and like well-known guy like how do people um like it's I, I can't explain it i mean a, a lot of it has to do with my legal name is anthony uh, no one ever called me anthony through my life but uh, when i show id especially at airports they're mm -hmm. like anthony hawk and and i literally the, the first time it ever happened where i where i shared it this this woman the tsa agent said oh oh hawk like that skateboarder and i said exactly <laughs> and she said man i wonder what he's up to these days Talking to you. And I said this, <laughs> and then she didn't. There was no registration. <laughs> she just handed me ID, and I went off. And then I and I shared that story, and that kind of went viral. Mm -hmm. And so then I just started sharing it when things like that would happen, because they happen all the time, and people think I'm making it up. I'm like just follow me around. I'll show you. But I also think that they see my face and and they connect it maybe with a younger version of me because a lot of people play the video game mm. and they, I'm stuck like in this time warp of mm -hmm. that era. Yeah. And they're like, that guy, well, he can't get old. He can't be that old. So it's not him. Yeah. And uh, so it happens all the time. Your and, name is embedded in people's head, but not your face. Yeah, or sometimes they just see, they know, like, I recognize that guy. And I actually had a guy go, oh, are you Tom Brady? I'm like, dude, come on. <laughs> no. But thank you. I'm, I'm flattered. Well, I think you've aged beautifully. Oh, man, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. No problem. No problem. Not like this guy. But you're the king. You. You're the king. Thank you. You're the king. So your son, he's turning he pro? Here? Uh, well, one of my sons is here. This one right here, Miles. Hey, Miles. How, how, Miles? how old And then you, Miles? his brother's going to be very angry that he, Miles, was, he got to come here. 23 years old. God damn. Um, so my oldest is 29. Yeah. And he is a pro skater. Fire. How does that feel? How about you, Miles? He owns yeah. a skate shop yeah. here in West Hollywood. West Hollywood? Yeah. Sapazi. Fire. Shout out. If you don't, if you don't skate, you sell skates, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, but so I have, uh, my, my wife and I, we have six kids, okay. uh, five boys, all adults, ad adults. Um, and uh, they all skate. Um, and they're all they're all good in their own way. That's beautiful. I want um, to have a lot of kids too. It's fun. It's fun. He it's, just got married. Oh, congratulations. I, got married. I want to have four. Oh yeah? yeah, that's that's the. Yeah, I want to have four, but I, watch I, what I, you wish for. <laughs> Man, three sets of twins. That's there awesome. There you go. So and then uh, I I have one girl. She's fourteen. She's the last one at home. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah, it's fun because when we go out, like we go on a family vacation, mm -hmm. the first stop, not by my choice, <laughs> but by their choice, is the local skate park. Wherever yeah. we go, I'm like, you guys, I live skateboarding can yeah. we just can we do something else yeah and you get probably as soon as you step foot it's like i'm just their filmer you're just their filmer but you yeah. don't get swamped by people uh, it depends on where we are i mean for usually we're at some remote locale mm. on vacation so there aren't you a lot of skaters to, you can't go to venice venice, venice would be, be hectic yeah that wouldn't be good for yeah you. yeah 
Not good at all. Not <laughs> good? good? No, it's fine. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's beautiful that it's so that it's so popular now mm-hmm. and that Venice yeah, is like... A, it's the transportation yeah. now. But also people come from all over just to go to the Venice skate park to watch people. I think that's fascinating. I do that as well. <laughs> that's awesome. You can't believe what they're doing. Well, now you got a skateboard, so now you can ride it. I, I wish I could sit on you. Know, you see some people sitting on the skateboard. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. You're going to give them lessons, Tony? You got to give them lessons. Absolutely. Yeah, anytime. I'm gonna be I would like to up. see Mike Tyson sitting on a skateboard going down the boardwalk at Venice. Ooh, if it... <laughs> you imagine? Did, did that just happen? Is that Mike Tyson? Yeah, what, did I dream that? Hey, everybody. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the skateboard king. With a joint, with a joint in your mouth, yeah, Mike? I'm the skateboard king. <laughs> wow. So, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was going to say, I, I, would, I would be happy to at least teach you how to ride on that board instead of standing on the carpet and trying to kill yourself. Uh, yes, I, I um, were. Um, it was a, it was an almost good attempt of me killing myself, yeah. <laughs> it, the it way was you, good recovery, though. Yeah, the way you jumped on that board was impressive, though. Yeah. Like, you was, jumped on like, whew. With command. Command. Yep. Impressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost died to come in after Nah, but Tony, I don't think you understand. So, believe it or not, I used to skateboard. Get the fuck out. I'm telling you. When you I'm were that I big. No, no, Why would I not believe I was, it? So, listen, I was, you I, was that this, big, right? I was this chubby kid, had a blind board, yeah. audio skate shoes. Sick. That was my sponsor. And I knew how to do ollies and stuff like that. Had a what made ramp. you want to buy audios? Huh? What made you want to buy audios? Because I thought they were, I went to the skate store. I think I went to like Journeys or like PacSun or something. No, Journeys. And then I saw which one were like the coolest skate shoes. And they're like, which one the best skate shoes? They're like, these are pretty good. These ones are like legit. Yeah. So I got them. And yeah, you know, I lived my uh, two years of trying to do it. <laughs> and like Mike said, I was way too big for that shit, man. I had to. And I found football. So. Yes, you see, you see <laughs> what size shoe do you have? Uh, sixteen. Oh man, that's, yeah. That, that's a challenge. Find it's a, a challenge. board. I, I, I wear thirteens, and my board is is pretty big. And totally don't look like a thirteen. I feel bad uh, selling a board that big. Sometimes, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's, it's suited for for my size. Yeah. You need a board like a canoe or something. <laughs> 16s. Damn, that'd be like a raft. A, I'd be like a nine point five or ten inch. Yeah. Uh, wide board. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I I felt bad. I was killing that board, man. <laughs> Fiber fiberglass crack. <laughs> board was screaming for mercy, but uh, oh, yeah, man. Tony Hizok. So, uh, Tony, what what's next in uh, your business? What's next coming up? Yeah, for what you? are you doing? Um, well, I have I have a foundation for public skate parks called the Skate Park Project, and that has been going for 20 years, mm. uh, since um, 2002, and we helped to fund skate parks in underserved areas. Um, we've helped to uh, facilitate over 900 skate parks now. Wow. Um, all over, like, all over the U.S., some international, and, um, I mean, that's my proudest work, and we're, we really hit a stride with how effective we are with our with our work and our fundraising. So um, I love doing that and still doing my company, Birdhouse, 30 years now. It's amazing. Congratulations yeah. on that. Thank you. Congratulations, yes. Thank you very much. And trying to, and really, what am I focused on now? I'm trying to get back to the level of skating that I was at before I got hurt. Yeah. That's been super hard. Yeah. And the most humbling experience, mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. No, definitely. I had sciatica for a oh, while. So humbling. Wife, yeah, your wife had to help you take a shit in the bathroom. You can't move. Yeah, that's really tough. Really tough. That <laughs> would be harder than what I'm going through right now. Yeah. 
Right now, I just have a slight limp, and I can't skate as good as I used to. But I don't have to have my wife help me to the bathroom yet. Yeah, I do. Not yet, but not now, but when I got sciatica. Hey, please, help. As <laughs> oh, soon as they come out, as soon as they come out, boom, I hit the floor right away. As soon as I feel it, ah, down. Is that all the time or just flares up once in a while? It flares up once in a yeah. while. Yeah. If yeah. I'm sitting too long, it flares up. Yeah. If I'm not active enough. I feel when I sit too long with my leg, I have to go in stages of standing up. And walk around. Sometimes. Yeah, or like just the, the act of standing up is like a two-part, three-part thing. It's hard. Um, Tough being an athlete. I know, that's the price we pay. You ready for that? When you oh, get to be our age? Oh, He's sore right now. <laughs> I'm sore right now. I just finished the game. I so. saw him walk and I said, you sore, huh? I said, yeah, I'm sore. It's, yeah, but you guys are actually scaring me now. You're making me nervous. <laughs> we're still here. Yeah. Yeah, we're still, we're still nervous fun, right? older. Huh? No, listen. We're still fun. It's just the way it is. We yeah. deteriorate as we get older. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I have a podcast, too. Uh, it's called Hawk vs. Wolf with my friend Jason Ellis, who was a pro skater, uh -huh. uh, was a big uh, personality on SiriusXM, and he and I have a podcast where we interview people and um, tell our ridiculous stories. And That's fire. It's fun. How, how did that come about? Like, what gave you that um, idea? I left SiriusXM, mm -hmm. uh, and he left, maybe not really by his own decision, Mm. And then he was kind of figuring out what to do, and he started. He wanted to start his own podcast, and I said we should start one together. And so we've been doing it together for a couple of years. It's super fun. It's it's funny. It's funny if you don't skate. Mm. We have good guests. Does so anybody dislike you? What's that? Does anybody dislike you? <laughs> yeah, sure, you absolutely. Think so? I don't think I don't anybody think so. dislike you. Oh, I appreciate it, but thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, sure. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, that uh, um, I had I had haters through my whole life. You have to, yeah. That's what happens when you're great. When you don't have haters, you're nothing. Yeah. It, it, okay. You have haters, you're nothing. I'll take that. Sure. That's what happens when you're successful. Listen, haters are talking about you. They'll talk about you to the day they die. Yeah, haters yeah. Need yeah. the haters. Without haters, with nobody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was rough, though, being so young and having some success in skating, but then kind of being, being hated by the skate industry because of my style. And it was just like, I like took, doing this because it's You different. took it to the next level and they didn't. That's what it comes down to. Oh, uh, well, thank And you. they couldn't take it to the next level if they thought they could. That's why they didn't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, I, you know, all that stuff, you go through all that stuff, it, it just makes you more appreciative when you have yeah. the success. And, and, mm -hmm. um, and also you learn how to navigate that stuff. Like, I, you know, I had to learn how to figure out how to overcome the bullying that I endured as a kid. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have the resources available that kids have now, yeah, um, and it it sucked. You know, I don't I don't know if you believe in. I used to, but the universe touched you. You know, you're touched by the universe. That's why you're here. Like I yeah. say, no one, and in, in all due respect, no one knows Jesus. Jesus is insane off the hook, but God touched you. No, oh, thank you. It's funny. You, <laughs> I actually uh, explained this recently. It's something I forgot about, but. The when we first started my company, Birdhouse, uh -huh. my, my partner and I, he was an ex-pro skater, and we put all of our resources into it. I took out a second mortgage on my house to fund it, and we were heading to our first trade show uh, opening, like as a company. So we're going to this trade show that is skateboarding and surf culture, and we paid for a booth. We were barely scraping by, and I went out. I was leaving the house, and this is no lie. I was leaving the house, and there was a 
dead hawk in my yard, face down, that had hit the power line or something and died. A hawk. As I'm going to the trade show to introduce my skate company, and I was like, even the universe is a hater. <laughs> what is this? Hey, man, inspiration. Hating is, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know, I overcame it, but it, that, that one was brutal. That's insane. You, know, you overcame. You overcame. I know. I, I, like I was in East. I was in San Diego, like north part of San Diego. It wasn't all. There weren't a lot of hawks flying around. Yeah. But this one died and landed right in right in my yard. That's nuts. And talking about kind of your haters, you have an awesome HBO docu series or documentary mm. about you. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. Sam Jones made yeah, a documentary yeah, about my some, career. Yeah. Some of your best moments mm -hmm. and worst. <laughs> and we're, yeah, and do you think, how does it feel? And like, did you think that covered a good amount of things that you kind of wanted your fans to see? I, well, I had no control over that. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I didn't, oh. like, I was just interviewed for it. Oh, so wow. to say it's my document, it's about me, but yeah. it's not mine. And I thought that Sam did, did a great job showing, you know, kind of my life in, in all of its spectrum. Mm -hmm. Um Sure, there's plenty of you know, there's plenty of things that I feel like that I that I'm involved with that I would have loved to include, but mm -hmm. it wasn't up to me, and and I I, I thought it was cool, and, and I and um, you know, the more the biggest concern I have was for my family and mm -hmm. and for their sense of privacy, and and also that they're not they're not linked to some some sort of movie or something mm -hmm. that that presents them in a bad light or, sure. or that's scandalous or you know what I mean? Sure. So I was thankful yeah. that that wasn't, that wasn't the, the directive. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You're really a good guy. I appreciate it, ma'am. Yeah. Thank you. Down to earth. <laughs> yeah, that's all, all those hits will bring you down to earth. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. It. Yeah, we take the hits for sure. I mean, that's the thing about skateboarding. You can't fake it. Yeah. You can't buy your way in. For sure. And and I feel like that's a big reason why it's it's so diverse. Cause it's like just grab a skateboard and you're in. Yeah. And if you're good, you recognize for the fact that you're good, not for where you came from. Exactly. Money can't buy that spot. Right. Can't all the money in the world can't buy that spot. That's why it's special. Yeah. Yours too can't buy that shit. <laughs> you gotta work for that. You can't yeah. buy it. Gotta, gotta, gotta risk sweat and blood. If I had the money, I would have tried to buy it. Oh, it's not gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could buy somebody's endurance and take it, right? Yeah, right. And not have to work. But that doesn't work that way. What advice would you give young, inspiring kids that want to be the next Tony Hawk? Oh man, I, I mean, as far as as far as making it go in skateboarding, you just have to keep challenging yourself. So it, it don't. Don't compare yourself to others always. Don't rest on your accolades. Mm -hmm. You know, if you had some, if something went viral, some trick you did or some video you made, keep keep building on that. Mm -hmm. Because if you, people, you know, it's, it's, it's the internet and it's also the skate industry, they quickly forget. And so you're only as good as your last big thing. And if that happened a long time ago, everyone's going to forget about it. So you got you to keep challenging yourself. And, and I think that that's, you know, that's always been my drive was I wanted to learn new stuff. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't about what place I got. It wasn't about um, did, I, did I get this coverage or did I, did I get on the TV or whatever it was. It was more like even when I would go to an event, a skate competition, and do well, 
I'd be right there the next day trying to learn a new trick because that that was the drive. And yeah. so if I had any advice, that's that's the advice. Just keep focusing on your skill set and try to be well-rounded in it. That's yeah. what I tell everybody. That's what I was taught. It's, it's work on your craft. Everything comes second. Yeah, just yeah. yeah it's nose to the grindstone. Craft. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to want this shit more than you know and breathing, man. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and and in my day, we didn't aspire to fame or fortune because it didn't exist. Mm -hmm. So we did it absolutely because we loved it, and mm -hmm. and it was the furthest thing from cool. Like when I was in elementary school. I hit my skateboard in junior high school. Like what? I hit my skateboard because people would hassle me for skating. That's crazy. Because it was just, it was like, it was like I was a, I was a big kid with a yo-yo. That's how they saw it. Huh. And then, so I just kept doing it. I didn't care. I bet those kids are probably looking back like, <laughs> damn, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been hanging out with this guy. Should have got a skateboard. That's crazy. Listen. And, it's, and it should be that way. I don't know. Every time if I see a skateboard, I would, I would just, just think Tony Hawk. Yeah, the no. best. He's the best in the skateboard. Seriously, like, oh, when I see a skateboard the other day, you just know Tony Hawk is the best at it. <laughs> no, <laughs> seriously. I, I think my name got synonymous with video games too. So that was, you know, that was definitely a huge. Uh, that was a huge part of my recognition through the years. But I'm proud of it because I I love you. Those should games. be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you played them, so. Yes. That says it all. <laughs> you played a skateboard video game. Yeah, but the fact is, I'm with the real thing right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The most important fact. Thank you. So how do you navigate your son being a pro skater now? <laughs> do you coach him? Like, do you, oh, no. do, do you stay back? To you? Yeah, he, like, no, he's like, so far beyond my advice. Yeah, and his style of skating is is much different than mine. He okay. he's more known as a street skater, so mm. he skates all the urban elements, handrails, stairs, ledges, stuff yeah. like that. I'm wow. I'm more suited for ramp skating, half pipe skating, what we call transition, like riding radiuses. Uh -huh. um, so he's he's way beyond me in terms of the kind of skill set I have for what he does. Um, and he's you know he's. A, He's a grown ass man. Like he, yeah. he makes his own choices and yeah, but he's playing dangerous though, huh? Yeah, I mean the stuff he does for yeah, sure. Yeah, dangerous. and it's the 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 risk factor is high, but but he he's also figured out how to sort of refine it so that it's more technical mm -hmm. as opposed to just stunts, mm. which is kind of where I was before I got hurt. Like I was starting to sort of tone down my skating where it was not so high impact because mm. I'm old, and so I wanted to keep. I keep wanting to learn new tricks, but it wasn't like I'm going to do the next big spin or the next big aerial. Mm -hmm. And then I got smacked down, even though I was trying to do that. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. How did he get into that, though, into that, into that type of skating? How did he? Yeah. like that, uh, Because that was really where skating was when he started. He, mm. <clears throat> he was born in 92. Um, skate parks were... Very comp comp competitive. Were though. a thing. Yeah, but it was more like there was... The whole idea of ramps and, and skate parks were unavailable to him in a big way. So when he started, it was all street. Wow. And all of his, he and his homies would go out and hit streets and hit the rails and, and hit the stairs and get kicked out of places. And, <laughs> um, and that's how they learned to skate. But that's kind of how the new, the new generation of, of skaters start anyway. They mm -hmm. see that 
as the starting point. Like, do a kickflip. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not like, it, it's not like go out and do a do an aerial. Yeah. Do a McTwist. It's no more like do if a kickflip. I was a skater. I would be the skater your son is. If I was a skateboard, I would be the same style your son had on the ramps and stuff on the on the walls, on the stairs and stuff. On the street, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. what they all are. Like, in, you know, in, including Miles and. Um, Calvin Keegan, they're all, uh, uh, and and even my son Spencer, uh, they're all street. That's how they started. Everybody's looking at you too. Yeah, and then I'm I'm like the old man on the ramp. <laughs> I literally like I'll, we'll go skate at my warehouse, and there's a little street course behind it, and I'm alone on the ramp, and they're over in the street course. That's pretty much how our skate days go. <laughs> it's away. not combined. Stay away from them. Don't hang out with them. <laughs> This is beautiful. This is beautiful. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. It's awesome. I know we've been trying to coordinate this for a while. So my wife says, yes, bring him here. <laughs> Thank you. You're the man. You started a whole universe of skateboarding. I don't care how good those other guys were. You, <laughs> well, you, it's, you uh, it's, it's all subjective. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's, 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 I'm just a fan. That's why I'm probably biased. I'm probably a little biased. I appreciate it. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy to be here. So what's the, he was playing, um, he had a great thing, a great game yesterday. What was it? What day was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, we just beat the Broncos. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. Fun. Yeah. Congrats. Thanks, Amazing. yeah. It's a good time. I'm so proud of him. It was a good time. My guy right there. That's why you're sore. It's sore as shit. Oh, I saw him walk, I knew he was sore. Yeah. Oh, Worth it. Low. Yeah, no, totally. Worth it, yeah. Do 110%. I mean, that, if you're going to get hurt, that's the scenario to that's, get hurt, right? Perfect scenario. Yeah, hurt. telling you. Yeah, I would. I like when I got hurt. I was doing something cocky and stupid. Mm -hmm. But had I been in a big event, I would. There's no regrets. Yeah. Right. For sure. What was the hardest trick you ever had to learn? Uh oh. Uh. Well, the, so doing a 900 eluded me for 10 years. From the first time I tried it, mm -hmm. I, I, I thought about this yesterday. The first time I ever tried it was at this random skate camp in a small town in France in 1986. That wow. was the first time I ever actually tried to spin around two and a half times. Mm -hmm. And it was a huge failure. Um, and then I didn't really figure out how to spin it properly until 1994, 95. Wow. And then I started trying it actively after that. Um, and then finally made the first one in 1999 at the X Games. So it wasn't that it was the hardest thing. It was just there was some technique that I was missing all those years. Mm -hmm. And once I clicked into it, I could do it regularly. Yeah. So I, once I, I made the first one, which is, it was a huge deal for me, obviously. And then after that, I could, I could do it not easily, but I could get to it yeah. each time. That's so interesting to me. So with football, I feel like, off season, I could go and like train, do drills. Mike, I feel like you could do the same with exactly. boxing. How do you train and get the rep, the reps you need without getting hurt or putting your body under that stress? Um, I I try to just skate regularly. That's it. That's what it is, and try to stay loose. And and when I do skate. I'm not just cruising. Yeah. It's not just doing reps. It's actually challenging myself to maybe do something a little bit harder each time. Not harder, but but you know what I mean, getting into the the more technical and uh 
challenging tricks because I want to keep that level of skating up. So that's that's sort of the that's my war. So you have to you got to. I, go I, I feel like I have to. I don't have to, but I but I put that pressure on myself. Yeah. Um, and so that's how I was able to do that. Like you know, I did I did nine hundred up until a few years ago. Um, I did when I was 48 and it was because I was skating regularly. I was spinning regularly and it was like, I think I might be able to still have this in me to do it again. Um, yeah, I, I think that's, I think that ship has sailed, <laughs> Christina, <can you laughs> but, pull that up? but I had a good run. The nine, Tony Hawk do the 900. That's fire. Yeah, that was, a, and it was that day. It was harder than I had imagined. Yeah. You know, in terms of the, well, this one in 99, this is the first one I ever did. And this one, actually, I had no plans to do it there at the Ooh. event. Like, I, I I, had done my best trick before that, which was called a Varial 720. And then it was more like, well, what's next in my, what's next in my list of things I want to do in 900? So I just started trying it more to show the crowd, this is where I want to go. And then something happened there that I finally figured out the secret to staying on on the very last turn. That was that was you it right landed, there. Though, you landed though, you landed. Ooh, we landed. So that was that was Amazing. it. Like I, I finally figured out <laughs> they're how, for to, you? how to lean my body. What's that? Is that them cheering for you? They're cheering. Now, for those you? are my competitors. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, Andy McDonald. He and I still skating together. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Once I figured out that oh. landing thing, that was it. I get anxiety just watching. This. Like I'm like my heart's like. <laughs> the, well, the, the crazy thing about this is that um, the time was up, and they let me keep going. Which, if it was a big event like Olympics, that's not going to happen. No yeah. way, right? But but X Games, they they went raw. Like they just let me go rogue, and and I was thankful they did. I didn't think it was going to be on TV or count for the event, but mm -hmm. I just wanted to make it. God. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, so we thinking in that moment. <laughs> I still couldn't believe I made it. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't believe I made it until I saw all of them rushing at me. So that to me, that was wow. like that did that really happen? That didn't just happen. And then everyone was coming up to me. I was like, oh, I guess it, it actually happened. It's amazing. Yeah, thank you. That was, I mean, that was definitely the highlight of my competitive career. And um was that was my kind of end to my uh I had competed 20 years mm -hmm. up to that point, and I felt like, well, that's the way to end on a high note. So I stopped competing after that. Makes sense. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you got, you know, you know, you're influential when you got people like Little Wayne skateboarding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say. You know what? A lot of people gave him grief because they thought he was just jumping on the bandwagon or whatever, but he has been skating. I ever think he had the whole I mean, complex. The last, yeah. Doesn't have the complex skating. Yeah, yeah. For the last at least 10 years. Yeah. Like, you know, who I've been given lessons to recently is Kid Cudi. Yeah. 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 And he just built a ramp at his house. Like he literally, they finished it yesterday. He sent me photos of it. Is it pretty solid? Is it pretty good? Solid. Yeah. Small, but small. Yeah. But I mean, that's, he took two lessons from me and mm -hmm. then decided to build a ramp. That's a big step. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is pretty intense. But he's all about it. He's actually, he's in Japan right now. And when he comes back, he wants more lessons. That's dope. Did he just reach out to you? Like, he hey. did. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm, I, I don't generally give lessons, but I, but I realize that with him advocating for skating, it only helps everyone. Yeah. And and he's introducing it to a whole new audience and and he's got such a great fan base. And and he's he's 
a pleasure to work with. Like, that's the thing is I really enjoy it because he takes direction well. He is very affable. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really, it's been fun. It's been really fun getting to know. That's cool. You know what I'm really impressed with, with you right now is I didn't realize how tall you are. Oh yeah, six three. That's hard as shit. I didn't. I did not know that. I feel like the taller you are, the <laughs> oh, it's, it's harder to skate, ain't it? Um. Okay. This is so. This is me trying to street skate. You can see my limitations. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get hurt. I'm not as smooth. Um. Yeah. You know what though? I grew up. I grew up as a runt. So it, when I got tall, that uh-huh. helped me in a lot of ways. But I don't know if I would have been able to skate had I started when I was already tall. Hmm. What you see is a Mike bike, the hottest um, gummies around. <laughs> Are they ear shaped? <laughs> yeah, can't <laughs> can't keep them in the store. Wow, that's amazing. That's um, thank yeah. you. Yeah, babe. <laughs> yeah, so we would love to give you some merch as well. To get some of this merch, folks, you could always go to hotboxing.store. Yes, to get this merch. Thank you so much for coming, my oh, man. Thank really you appreciate guys. it. Hey, don't get, don't get too strong with the ears. Wow. We have one more gift, brother. Thank you that much. This right here. Tyson Tribe. Oh, yes, sir. Yes. This is going to be very stimulating. Wow. <laughs> very stimulating? Wow, thank you. Rick Drip. <laughs> Toad Tyson? You'll be okay. <laughs> thank you, Mike. Well, I brought you that skateboard. Thank you very um, much. I hope yeah. that your second time on it goes better than the first. Uh, I think I just leave it in my um, living room. That works too. Make it a prop. That works for me. Um, this has millions and millions and tens of millions of people are watching you right now. Right now? Right this minute. Tell them how to get in touch with you and tell them what you want them to know. Uh, I, I hey, I just uh, I'm I'm excited to still be skateboarding for a living, so to speak, and to see how far it's come, and to to still participate and bear witness to all this success. Like I, I you know, skateboarding was the furthest thing from cool when I was a kid. Um, I'm at Tony Hawk on all the social media platforms and Hawk versus Wolf podcast every week with Jason Ellis. Thank you. Well, there you have it, folks. There it is. That's Mike Tyson. I'm Sebastian Joseph Day, and that's Tony Hawk, and this is Hot Boxing. We're out of here. See ya. Thank you.